Are you ready to be motivated? Hey everyone, Brad Dalius here to bring you another episode of Motivators in Motion. Today we're going to be speaking with Karen Ford. Karen is a master financial coach, public speaker, entrepreneur, and author who has coached people to better manage their money. She is the author of the number one Amazon best-selling book, Money Matters, and her mission is to inspire others to rid themselves of debt and build wealth. Karen, welcome to the podcast, and if you could, just start out by telling everyone, what are you most excited about in your life right now? I am most excited about the fact that I'm helping people get out of debt and build wealth, and that absolutely pleases me. <laughs> it's something that everyone is dealing with at some point in their life here or there. You know, for some people, it's younger. For some people, it's older. And, and for others, it, it's a continual cycle of trying to perfect that craft, if you will, throughout one's life. And I'm curious, what is maybe one of the most common problems you come across with people who are trying to better manage their finances, balance their budget? What's maybe something that stands out to you the most that is something that you just continue to help people with on a consistent basis? I would have to say the number one thing is it doesn't matter how old the person is. I've coached people from ages 18 all the way up to 72 years of age, and the common denominator is they were never taught how to budget. So I would say that the, the people not learning how to budget is a number one problem. Now, once they learn how to budget, of course, they're well on their way to getting out of debt. But the second thing I would have to say would be, a lot of people overextend themselves because they're spending more on what's going out than they are their income coming in. I want to talk about some tips and tricks, if you will, Karen, to help people to budget correctly, because this is something I know a lot of people, I've talked with them recently, people who are looking to get motivated about balancing their budget. Uh, they, they really just they don't know where to start a lot of times, or they don't know how to get those consistent good habits on the path to where they need to go. For you, what are a couple things that people can take with them on really a daily basis to help balance the budget correctly and make sure that they're really examining all their expenses and their income coming in to make sure it all evens out? Well, more times than not, it's not the big things that get us. Now, obviously, if you have a truck payment or a car payment that is way too large on your income, then that definitely can be an issue. But it's usually the little foxes that spoil the vine. What do I mean by that? Uh, the, the specialty coffee uh, that you get two or three times a week. I, I coached uh, one gentleman that was getting a specialty coffee every single day on his way to work, and it ended up he was spending $350 a month on coffee, which he didn't realize. Uh, convenience stores are another plague. <laughs> now, I'm not against convenience stores, but if you're stopping at a convenience store to get a pop and a candy bar or going in, convenience costs. So when you think about that on a daily basis, that can really cost you in the long run. A couple of bucks here, three bucks there, five bucks another place. It doesn't seem like a lot, but if you're doing that frequently, that can really add up. So I would have to say, when you budget, make sure that you're budgeting for food, not just the groceries that you spend, but also going out to eat, going through drive throughs any food or drink that you purchase needs to come out of that food budget. As far as the younger population out there, and that includes myself, trying to balance your budget when you're trying to work with 
online payments. And a lot of times, uh, you know, I think a lot of us fall victim to this, even the older generation, uh, if they're more tech savvy, put your credit card information into a site that you use once or twice. And, you know, it's on auto renew and, and you forget to cancel and you're continually being charged month after month. What are some recommendations you have as far as dealing with online payments on an auto renew basis to make sure that, you know, people have an organized way of going back in and canceling those in a timely fashion and just making sure that T's are crossed, I's are dotted. Make sure that you have accurate records. Uh, If you have a spreadsheet or even if you put it on your calendar, uh, you know, a lot of times phones have calendars. You can punch things in. Maybe a particular payment is due each month. That way you can remember to put it in your register. uh, If you still have a check register or to check your account. The other thing is, be responsible in knowing because if, if you need to cancel it, make a note on your calendar or somewhere where you're going to get, uh, where you're not going to get penalized or you're going to have to pay some kind of a fee for something that you're not using anymore. You have to be proactive when it comes to your money. You have to be proactive. Listen, if you don't take con- control of your money, then your money will control you. It will be out of your control. So either it's going to be out of control or it's going to be in your control. And the choice and decision is up to you. Have you found that it's getting harder and harder for people to be on top of their finances here in this day and age where there is so many options at our disposal? We can pay for anything really in the snap of a finger, sort of say. Have you found that it's getting more difficult? What has really kind of your research found in regards to that? I would have to say, yes, it is more challenging and difficult these days because you can buy just about anything online. There's lots of websites out there, and you can just click, hey, you can do it right there on your phone and spend money. They've made it so easy. Technology is a wonderful thing, but it's made it very easy for people to spend money. So that's why I say it's so very important to create that budget each and every month. And if you have budgeted hey, I'm going to spend, you know, I'm going to allow myself $50 of blow money this month, and you decide you're going to spend it on one website, then make sure that you stay within that budget. Don't go over. We have to hold ourselves accountable with the budget that we've created. It doesn't do any good to create a budget and then never look at it the rest of the month. The budget is a diagram and a form for you to follow. Now, certainly, you're the one who, who is creating it. So if you want to spend $1,000 on food this month, then you put it in your budget. If you only want to spend $200 this month on food, put it in your budget. But make sure whatever budget you create for yourself this particular month that you follow it to the T. Listen, maturity is being able to wait. That's a sign of true maturity is being able to wait. So if you're wanting to spend some money, and you can't wait, then I would have to say you're, you're not as mature as what you thought. <laughs> you have to be able to say no to yourself. I'm not going to get it this time. I'll wait till next week. Or no, I'm not going to get it this month. I'll wait till next month. Be mature about it. And if you're trying to take control of your finances and you're not wanting to spend, stay out of the stores. Stay off the car lots. Don't try to fool yourself and think, well, I'm just going to go to this new car lot and uh, look around. Uh, Probably not. The salesperson is going to talk you into smelling that car, that new car smell. (laughs) 
They're going to talk you into taking that car for a test drive. If you're not intending on buying, then stay off the car lot and stay out of the stores. Don't be tempted. I want to talk about people who are aspiring to start their own business. And they obviously, a lot of times, there's a lot of financial risk at the very beginning when someone's trying to start a business, a startup. They don't know where it's going to go. They don't, a lot of times, there's not even income for the first 60, 90 days or so, depending on what it is someone is looking to do. What type of advice, Karen, do you have to those folks who are looking to take more financial risk, but at the same time, you know, want to make sure that they are at a good balance and they're not getting too far into the red, sort of say? If you're getting ready to start a business, then I would definitely suggest that you have some kind of startup money and a cushion there. Uh, don't don't start a business without any money whatsoever because you aren't going to show a, a real income or profit within the first 60 to 90 days, probably more like 90 days. So you want to make sure that when you start that business up, you have a nice cushion or padding. And depending on what business it is you're starting up is going to determine how much that should be. The secondly is, is don't be in a hurry to grow your business quickly. A lot of times you'll see websites or people will talk you into advertising. Start off small with your advertising. Start building it up. Listen, nine times out of ten, the best way for your business to grow is word of mouth. So treat people well. Be friendly. Be courteous. Go above and beyond. Do some advertising, but don't go into big, expensive billboards and TV commercials until you're able to afford those things. Don't go into debt when you're advertising. Start off small. Get the word out there. Post posters. Put some free advertisement on social media. There's all different kinds of ways that you can advertise a small business until you really start growing it, and then you can afford more. Who inspired you to write this book, Money Matters? And really, who was the driving force in your life, Karen, to help budget your money when you were just starting out and just making sure you were accountable? Well, I I would have to say uh, my entire life, people have told me, boy, you're really good with money. And sometimes when, when people have a gift or a knack, they don't really see it that way. So I had a friend of mine had said, you know, you need to go get some more training on that finance. You're really good with it. So I did and became a master financial coach. And to be honest with you, I have friends that hold me accountable. And of course, I'm very hard on myself as well. Uh, But the very fact that I coach people one on one or giving financial freedom seminars and then, of course, writing that book, that that in itself has held me accountable. I enjoy making money. I enjoy investing. I enjoy the stock market, flipping houses, and all of that, the whole nine yards. But I would have to say that I hold myself accountable as well as my husband and and those around me hold me accountable. But I, I really wanted to write that book because I want to be able to help more people on a larger scale. There's only one of me. So to coach one-on-one, you know, I can only go so far. To give financial freedom seminars where there's limited seating uh, at the seminars, I can only go so far. However, because I wrote a book, that can go all over the world. And so that, putting that book in the hands of people, uh, I don't have to speak with you necessarily one-on-one on on the phone or face-to-face or Skype or FaceTime, and you don't necessarily have to 
travel clear across the country to come to one of my financial freedom seminars. You can get that seminar in your hand with Money Matters, that book. Got a question recently, Karen, from someone who is dealing with student loans and you know, somewhat fresh out of college, first or second job in the workforce. That is something that a lot of people are dealing with. It's somewhat of a burden for folks. What is your advice for those type of individuals who are trying to work through paying back those student loans while also trying to bring in some income with a first or second job as well? I would have to say once you get your job, now obviously after you're out of school, then you know those student loans, you have to begin paying them back. So they set up the payment. However, you can negotiate with them. If they see that you're making those payments and you're not late, you're not defaulting, you can call them and say, look, how would you like to give me a little bit of a discount? A lot of times, it's amazing. Listen, ask not, get not. If you don't ask, you're not going to get it. What's the harm in asking? I, I know a friend of mine who had over $140,000 in student loan debt. And she was trying, she was paying back, but she was working two jobs and she'd call them constantly, what can you do? Long story short, she got a letter in the mail a few months ago and they wrote off over $30,000 in that student loan debt for her. Amazing. So ask not, get not. It is amazing. You don't usually hear of things like that, but listen, if you don't ask, you know you're not going to get it. Do your best. Don't default, don't pay late, don't try to make excuses, but call them and be consistent and say, look, what can you do for me? I know I owe you the money, I want to pay you, but what can you do? Sometimes they'll lower your payment without increasing the interest. Sometimes they'll take off a certain amount, maybe they'll write off $10,000. But if you don't ask, you're definitely not going to get it. <laughs> so I love ask. It. I love his great advice, Karen. There's no question about that. And the audience wants to know who or what has been the driving force to continue to motivate you. And, and obviously, like you said there, you, you knew uh, from somewhat of a fairly younger age that you had a skill or a talent and you've obviously perfected that to become a master financial coach and other things as well. But you know, we all have those peaks and valleys and uh, I'm definitely curious to, to find out what continues to motivate you to always be a driving force to, to make sure you need to go and, and get done what you set out to accomplish to do? I would have to say what motivates me the most is helping people. There's such a joy when we give of ourselves and help someone. Think about it. If you're helping maybe somebody cross the street or you're helping somebody carry their groceries, whatever it is you're doing, helping someone, don't you feel good about yourself after you've helped them? And that's what motivates me. I don't want to see people strapped and chained up in debt. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. They don't know where to go. So the very fact that I am available and able to help them in that money management, it saves a lot of marriages. I've had uh, lots of couples that, you know, opposites attract. One's a spender, one's a saver. <laughs> and so greater communication in the marriage Doing the budget together, that's a key if you're in a relationship, is doing that budget together. No excuses. Don't let your partner say what, whatever you think, dear, because that, that can actually open up doors to a fight. You know, uh, something else, too, is having play money. If you're married and it's tight, even if it's 20 bucks a month, he gets 20 bucks, 
she gets 20 bucks, whatever that is, play money. That way, when she comes home, maybe with, you know, a new bangle or new pair of shoes or something, he's not going to say anything because that was her play money. Or maybe he's going to go bowling one night and he used his play money. Set up some kind of a system where every month you each have some play money. And that way it prevents a lot of money fights. Karen, you are 100% a motivator in motion. Awesome stuff here. Really appreciate you taking time out to join us here on Motivators in Motion. For people who want to continue to follow you, for people who want to purchase Money Matters, where should they go? Absolutely. My books are all on Amazon, but they can also go to my website, which is karenford.org. Fantastic. Karen, once again, thank you for your time today. We look forward to continuing to follow your journey as you help more and more people get out of debt and really build the financial life that we all want to achieve. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. 